Welcome to Weight Loss Made Simple. I'm Dr. Stacy Heimberger, a physician and advanced certified weight loss coach. If you're on a mission to not only lose weight, but also transform your health and wellness, you've landed in the perfect spot. Forget about restrictive, trendy diets. We're cutting through the noise and zeroing in on two fundamental pillars that will empower you to achieve lasting weight loss. So if you're ready to transform your life, let's dive in. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, I want to talk about something that I think can be just so powerful, and that is our thoughts. If you're ready to uncover the power of your thoughts, then you are in the right place. So I'm your host, Dr. Stacey Heinberger, and I want to talk into this really crucial aspect of our eating, our wellness journey. In general, I think this idea of how powerful our thoughts can be can be very transformative across multiple realms, not just your eating, but I do find that it really helps there. So I want you to come away from this episode really understanding how powerful your thoughts can be. And the best part about our thoughts is that they're optional. So we can choose the thoughts that give us our most powerful selves. We can choose our thoughts that will create feelings and drive actions that we want. We can ignore thoughts from other people. Just this idea that we get to pick our own thoughts and that our thoughts are optional, I think is amazing. So I want to revisit how thoughts and feelings and actions are all connected. So I think I've talked about this before, but we start with a circumstance, a neutral circumstance. We then have thoughts about that circumstance. Those thoughts are like sentences in our mind. So I always kind of picture it like a window on either side of my head, right? They come in one window, they're little sentences in front of us, and they go out the other window, or we sort of latch onto them and give them a little bit more time. When we have these thoughts, these sentences in our mind, and we've chosen them, and we are looking at them a little closer, those thoughts create feelings. Our feelings are vibrations in our body. There's lots more feelings than we describe in a normal day. Sometimes we just say, I'm happy, I'm sad, right? There's actually multiple nuances of feelings, and we'll talk about that more next week. The important thing is is that these feelings are generated from our thoughts. So there's been a circumstance in the world. We have these sentences floating in front of us. We choose one of those sentences. We choose our thought about that circumstance. That sentence creates vibrations in our body. Those are the feelings or emotions. Those are interchangeable words here. From those feelings and emotions, we take action. So we have these vibrations in our body. We take action from those, and then we create results in our lives. It all starts with our thoughts. So that's where I'm saying it is so powerful. Our thought is like the GPS for our results. So I'll give you an example that's weight-related, and then I'll give you one that's not weight-related and kind of see how this works. So if someone stands on the scale 
and it shows a number. That number is actually neutral. There's no good or bad to it until we have a thought about it. So someone can stand on the scale. That number is just a scientific number, our gravitational pull. So let's say it says 200, 200 pounds. We then have a thought about it. We can have a positive thought or a negative thought or a neutral thought, right? There's probably lots of thoughts that come in the window when we step on the scale, but specifically about the number, there's probably something on the positive, something on the neutral, something on the negative that we can choose from that floats through. To show you how the weight is actually neutral, that same number of 200 can mean very different things to different people. So we could have three people. We could have a positive, a negative, and a neutral, okay? So if someone has been losing weight and they maybe started at 250, when they step on the scale and see 200, they will have a positive thought about that number, generally. They've been losing weight. They see some of the results of their actions in that number. They have a thought On the positive spectrum, something maybe like, I've been doing a good job. They then will have a positive feeling that's generated by that thought. And that feeling may lead them to take action in ways that reinforce their original thoughts. So if they think, I'm doing great, look at that, I've lost weight, I'm doing great. They have a positive feeling, the actions they take from that might be to stick to their food plan for the day, to really tune into their hunger, and maybe not drink that extra glass of alcohol tonight. So their actions are being generated by the positive feeling of their original thought. The results of those actions might be that they lose more weight. The results always reinforce the original thought. It's a little bit of a kick, right? So if I have a positive thought about my number and that thought is something like, I'm doing great, the results generated from that will reinforce that I'm doing great. So someone else could stand on the scale and see 200. We're back to our neutral circumstance, our gravitational pull, our scientific number. If that person hadn't weighed in a while, and their normal fighting weight, I always call it my fighting weight, their normal fighting weight is 180, and they see 200, they may have a thought on the more negative side, right? So they might think, wow, I really have been eating too much. I'm really not doing good. Let's go back to some thoughts that I've had about the scale in the past. Oh my gosh, what happened? How did it get this far? I can't be trusted with food. I'm a mess. This is a disaster. This is the end of the world. Very negative side of the feeling spectrum. Those negative feelings, those negative vibrations in my body will generate action. I don't like feeling bad about myself. My action may be to hit the easy button and go eat some sugar because that dopamine surge from the sugar will make me feel better. And I don't want to feel bad. So my action from that very negative thought cascade might be that I go overeat or eat something that I shouldn't eat. 
or not go to the gym, just something on the negative wallow in sorrow spectrum there, that result is not going to be losing weight. It's not. So the result is going to reinforce my original thought, whichever one of the negative ones I picked up on and decided to examine more closely. I can't be trusted around food. The result of that thought, which generated a negative feeling, which then spurred negative action of overeating, will reinforce the thought, I can't be trusted around food. We could also do neutral in the middle of those two. Okay, so I gave you two examples, positive, negative. It could also just be neutral, like, oh, all right, that's my gravitational pull on the world today. I'm 200 pounds. And that might generate just a neutral feeling and maybe not a lot of action. I find with my brilliant women clients that they are used to their brains telling them good information. So they have a harder time realizing that thoughts are optional. So the concept of these thoughts come in the window and we don't have to listen to every one. We can pull it up in front of our screen there, look at it, and choose whether to keep that thought or not. Just because our brain thought it doesn't mean it's right or perfect or even for us, okay? That thought might have come from someone else, from some past programming, just, I don't know, shitty little brain of yours likes to throw up some bad thoughts sometimes. So thoughts come in, they're just sentences, sentences in our brain. We can look at them more closely and then we get to choose whether we want to keep it or let it go. This can be very hard when you are smart and used to being correct. It can also be very difficult if you have done years of negative self-talk or negative thinking. It's not a problem that our thoughts can be negative primarily at first. An unmanaged brain is like a toddler with a knife. It is just causing trouble. So if you have not been doing any mindfulness work at all, if you have not been journaling, if you have not been looking at these thoughts, it is very, very common that the first time you start paying attention, these first few looks at what's going on in there, you're going to see a lot of negative talk. And it's okay. It's not a problem. The important thing to know is that it's optional. Just because our brain tells us bad things about ourselves does not mean that it is correct. Just because our brain says people are judging us does not mean that it's correct. Our brain has been unmanaged probably, and that brain has just been on the lookout for danger everywhere, and it has been coming up with some nasty stuff. We do not have to listen. Our thoughts are 100% optional. So when we start looking at these thoughts, I want you to be curious and not judgmental. Let me give you another food-related thought that I want you to start being on the lookout for. After dinner, we sit down, the kids are in bed, we crave something sweet. The craving, that urge, that's a feeling. At that point, we can work backwards and try and figure out what thought is causing that urge. A lot of times it is something like 
a pattern, right? We have dessert after dinner. That's what we do. More often than not, I find this might be the first time it's been quiet all day and you've had a minute to yourself. And so there are thoughts about deserving a break. I deserve a break. Now's my time to relax. It's been a hard day. I need or I deserve fill in the blank, chocolate, wine, chips in front of the TV. When we start to ask ourselves, what is the thought causing this food urge? When we start to ask ourselves, what's the thought? This can be very powerful. Because if the thought is, I'm really tired, I deserve a break. Maybe the answer to that thought, that feeling of being tired and overwhelmed, is that we take a brain break or we take a nap or just go to sleep for the night if you're me. Or we go take a bath, or we do some meditating, or we read. The only answer that is food is if you're hungry, if you're tired, if you need a break, if you're deserving, if you're stressed. Food doesn't help any of those things. Food is not that answer. The only thing food solves for is hunger. But our brain is going to give us the urge for food like nine times out of ten. Because it's like the hitting the easy button. Again, not a problem. Not a problem. Because I'm teaching you what we can do instead. It is 100% normal that our brain comes up with negative shit first. It's not a problem. It is absolutely normal that because we're smart, we think our brain is correct and we have not taken the time to examine, do I even like that thought? Totally fine. Understanding that we don't have to listen to these thoughts. We don't have to examine them under the microscope. We don't have to catch that thought coming through the window. We get to choose is the most powerful thing. We have full control there. And we can start choosing thoughts that make us feel a little bit better. We can start understanding the thoughts that cause the urges for food. When we start finding the thoughts, that's where we get a choice of what to do with that. Do I listen to that thought? Do I work on that thought? Do I kick that thought right out the window? Is there a different solve for whatever the thought is? Is there something else besides food? that I need right now. There's a lot of thought errors around our eating. Most of them are programmed. We have all or nothing thinking, scarcity thinking, or just mindlessness, right? Mindless eating. I wanna save scarcity eating, scarcity mentality and how that causes overeating. I wanna save that for its own episode. It's just important to know that the food industry likes to give us thoughts about food that make us want to eat it right now, or we're going to miss out. That's basically scarcity. We'll go into more detail later. What I want you to know for this episode is that it all starts with our thoughts. Whatever result you're looking for this year in 2024, it starts with your thoughts. So this week, I need you to start listening to them. If they are 99% negative, not a problem. Totally understandable. Totally reasonable. We have had an unmanaged mind. We're going to take control back in 2024. All these thoughts are optional. We get to pick better ones. I'm going to teach you how to do that. All right. Start working on thought evaluation. See what's going on up there. Remember, not a problem if they're negative. I'm going to teach you how to change them. It's easy to change them once we recognize them. So if we're feeling feelings, urges for food, let's see if we can backtrack one step and figure out what the thought is. 
and we get to pick what thoughts we hang on to. Thoughts are going to bombard you. They're going to float in that window of your mind, and they're going to be everywhere, like a spinning bingo machine. There's thoughts always spinning around there. Our power is that we get to choose the ones that we hang on to, the ones we keep. All right, until next time, please take a look what's going on up in there with curiosity and no judgment. Subscribe and share if you've learned anything today. And I will see you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening. Remember, weight loss can be simple if you focus on mindfulness and self-care. If you're ready to jumpstart your weight loss journey, visit me at www.sugarfreemd.com forward slash two pound. That's the number two and the word pound. Schedule a free two pound plan call. We'll work together to create a personalized plan for you to lose two pounds in one week. Until then, see you in the next episode.